0: Good afternoon. I'm Al Cresta. My guest, Father Donald Haggerty, is the author of Conversion Spiritual Insights into an Essential Encounter with God. He's a priest of the Archdiocese of New York, has been a professor of moral theology at St. Joseph's Seminary in New York, and also at Mount St. Mary's Seminary in Emmitsburg, Maryland. Uh, he's also had a long association as a spiritual director for uh, St. Uh, Mother Teresa's Missionaries of Charity. And Father, it's good to have you with me. Thanks.
1: Thank you Al. thank you for having me.
0: Conversion is uh again it's a fascinating uh study uh because God's in dealing with individuals uh can be can produce tremendous impact and change in one's life. Does everyone go through dramatic conversion do they go through a second conversion? What is conversion?
1: Well, uh, of course, every life is is different. Uh, some people, you know, have a fairly steady life with God from the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: On the other hand, I think we've always had in history, and we certainly have in the present uh, time, you know, many people, many young people who have some taste of Catholic practice and stray away from it, and need. You know, some serious conversion of coming back to confession, coming back to the sacraments, and perhaps you know, have had a serious you know sin in their in their past. Mm-hmm. Um, the question of second conversion is another you know serious matter, maybe a good question in itself. But I think that all of us, it's a Lenten uh, refrain every year: of the need for conversion. But this question, really, of having very direct immediate encounter with God and, you know, placing ourselves before the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and realizing uh, he really does ask, you know, this, this kind of question he asked Peter, you know, do you love me? Yeah. And this is what draws out from the soul uh, this deeper sense of a need for God, and that in itself is, is conversion. I mean, conversion is a change, you know, in our sense of God mm-hmm. and you know, the responses that that come from that.
0: Now, can one plan for a conversion? Is it a life project, or is it something that we really, uh, really can't control? I mean, it's an encounter with another person, and that person has the initiative.
1: That's exactly right, Al. I think the uh, I think we have to realize God is. Very personal, and his grace uh, has its own timing. I mean, sometimes it's worth saying that too, because I think I know as a priest many times parents, older people, um, are troubled and anxious about their their uh, sons and daughters, and you know, especially this the my my own parents' generation, older people, you know, see a lot of. Uh, rejection of the Church and dismissal of of Catholic uh, practice, Mm -hmm. and but God has his own calendar on these things, and I think we we do have to trust there is the great story in history of Monica, St. Monica, praying for her son, the future St. Augustine, and prayer and sacrifice, you know, the perseverance in that kind of prayer and trust that God in the end hears a mother and father's prayers. I mean, it reminds us that God is the one who will work this out and offer grace to people. So it's not something we can just uh, make as a project in our life and say, well, you know, I'll, I'll live my wild days and then five years from now on, in the month of January I uh, have my planned conversion. It, it doesn't work <laughs> that way.
0: Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, d- the mercy of God, uh, Pope Francis, of course, has, has tried to make this a uh, centerpiece of his pontificate. Uh, and yet, m- in modern America, Mercy has become almost an alien concept. Uh, what makes mercy meaningful to people?
1: Well, again, I think the, the question is of uh, something of encounter with God to face the reality of that is God hanging on that cross in mm-hmm. Jerusalem in the humanity of Jesus Christ who, who offers he doesn't just pour out mercy like a wave upon us but he offers the um, the opportunity to let his blood you know touch our own heart and soul in mercy
0: so suffering is the key to it then the cost of of Christ in offering mercy he he, he doesn't just he, he doesn't just throw it out there it cost him something i guess is what i'm trying to say
1: yeah, that's uh, that's so important to um, to emphasize and to realize personally that he, this was a terrible cost to go through the Passion. And you know, some years ago when we had the Mel Gibson film, the Passion, mm-hmm. I think that that was a wonderful moment, you know, in the in the church. Yes. Uh, even as some people did not like the graphic, you know, display there of the Passion, but the reality is it was worse than that. Yes. And that was a moment of grace, I think, for so many people to to uh, realize what did he go through for each of us personally. And as I was struck, it may have been other saints too, but Paul Wood spoke to St. Teresa of Avila in a locution at one point saying, I went through this entire passion for you. And not just for humanity yes. but I went through it all for you and if you were the only one who would have been saved, I still would have gone through all of this for you. Mm. And we have to have something of that sense ourselves and of the the great cost of our Lord, you know, pouring out His, himself for us. I think it's also for you don't know, mind my saying too, they the um we have to be careful of exaggerations of mercy as though it is a kind of blanket amnesty and reprieve yeah. uh, in, extended to a, toward all people and that uh that God doesn't care about the the reality of sin, and that's not what mercy is mercy is is a offer by God to a person now repentant and in a sense disgusted with sin and and once you know, to draw closer to our Lord.
0: The the fruit of authentic conversion would be changed behavior? Would it be a new love for others, uh, an appreciation, a new joy in life, an appreciation for life? What are some of the fruit of conversion?
1: Well, I think there, there would be many, you know, many many aspects to it, but I think, we have to begin first with what happens in the interior life. Mm-hmm. You know, the heart is changed, and faith is uh, opened up. I mean, literally, if a person comes into a confessional and they're in mortal sin, and perhaps for many years, their soul has been in darkness, yeah. interiorly, and there are many symptoms of that, not just in the serious sins of their life. I mean, they have been in darkness, and walking, you know kind of dead ends in life. And when you walk out of that confessional after the prayer of absolution, the lights are turned back on inside the soul. And that does have an effect then on one's vision. I mean, I have a chapter in the book on, you know, the new sense of the presence of all the poor that can happen after conversion. Um, A new, you know, kind of awareness of, you know, materialism in mm-hmm. in one's own life that you know tends to, um, uh, you know, be reduced and and offset then by a new awareness. You know, looking at the the cross of Jesus in his own life of, of simplicity. You quote, and of course, charity. All these things increase then in the life as as we return back to God.
0: You've got a quote from uh, Saint Basil here that I'd never seen before. Uh, all the destitute look to our hands, just as we look to those of God when we are in need. That's a shocking thought.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I think the uh, you know the reality of the poor. I mean, many people it depends on where we live. I guess if we mm-hmm. live in a city, there's more encounter with with poverty, and I think in the United States too, we have to be we have to be conscious. I mean, I have, as you mentioned, a long association with Missionaries of Charity, I've learned so much, you know, by contact with them, retreats with them, working as a volunteer with them. And I think the, you know, the truth that Mother Teresa spoke, you know, she, she saw more poverty probably than anybody in history traveling the entire world of this, the Third World and the Western World. and And her comments, you know, often in the latter part of her life, in the In the last couple of decades of her life were that you know the greatest poverty was in the west in the loneliness the isolation of souls yeah. and I think um that's a that's a serious aspect of conversion, not to walk past that reality, whether it be you know in nursing homes and in our own family—we don't want people cut off in some manner. Mm-hmm. And of course, in the cities, there are there are many people who are alone and isolated, have no one in their life. And so, to have more awareness of that in our own uh, our own Catholic life is is so important. I, mean, I think that's something that Pope Francis has made a great contribution to the Church. Mm-hmm. He's always been there. John Paul, you know, went to the the third world countries, you know, and but this awareness is important, you know, in a kind of daily manner for all of us.
0: We've got about a minute and a half left. You make much of the idea of a second conversion here. Tell us why that's so important.
1: Well, I think that's that's a, an idea that I, I personally love very much. I've used it in retreats for years now with the Missionaries of Charity, mm-hmm. and that is an idea that it goes back to the 1600s and a Jesuit of that time who was also a novice master of the North American martyr, St. John de Bruboff. But the idea that well along in life, you know, 15, 20 years along in living virtuously, living a committed, faithful, even devout life, there has to be a reawakening and another level how serious it is to offer oneself before God and I think it's a great you know a challenge in a marriage in the priesthood, religious life that we have to come to another threshold and cross it, mm-hmm. in which we realize a greater generosity, you know that God is is asking us to leap forward many times in life, sometimes it could be in retirement years, but, you know yeah. you realize you can do so much more
0: Yes, yes. Yes, and, and, and to look upon that as a time of uh, great uh, ministry and fruitfulness and not just sort of some sort of secular heaven here on earth. Uh, Father, thank you so much. Wonderful getting to know you a bit, and I hope we can chat again in the future.
1: That'd be great. Thank you for having me, all.
0: Father Donald Haggerty, this
2: is a really a wonderful book, Conversion, Spiritual Insights.